Hi, hello, good evening, and good day. This is a very special episode of Jury Duty. We're not going to waste anybody's time because we have these most special guests today. So let's just get into it. This is Jury Duty. Okay, I am Kyle Petty, and I am, yes, isn't that fun? They're really fun. Yeah. I saw you bobbing like left to right, and I said, okay, thank God she likes it. Oh, I thought you could see me, how embarrassing, that's so embarrassing. Oh, no, I I, I quite enjoy it. I was the only one who saw it, if that makes you feel like Yeah, I couldn't see it, so. That's just for us, that was just for us. Um, I am Kyle Petty, and I am joined by the always dashing John Dunphy, and now, today, we have the incomparable, the iconic, living legend herself, Miss <laughs> Telly Smythe. And this is Jury Duty, your official new Big Brother podcast. Um, so let's just do it. Um, there's so much to talk to you about. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time to like join us. Wow. No, thanks for having me. And thanks for getting my surname right. That is such a tricky one. So many people still mispronounce it. So you've already won me over by pronouncing my surname correctly. Well done. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, that was actually a um, earlier conversation. I said, can you just make sure we're saying this right? Just look it up somewhere, look it up. Just make sure, make sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to it. I don't mind Smith, but my parents don't like it. So I appreciate you guys nailing it. We, we, had, we had to come in prepared, you know? We had to be prepared. I didn't want to be embarrassed. So <laughs> this is like your second go in the Big Brother house, right? Mm -hmm. So just to kick things off here, you know, what do you love or like, hate most about being in the Big Brother house? Oh, you know what? I Everything that I would assume that I would not like, I actually love. So I think a lot of people, I am a control freak. I'm an anxious person. I like plans and routines. I like being in control of, you know, when I get up, Everything. when I go to bed, how late I stay up, how much I'm eating, how much I'm drinking, what I'm eating, what I'm drinking. And so, you'd think that going into an environment like Big Brother where none of that is in my control, I don't have any say in any of that, would be really stressful for me. But actually, it's kind of like a relief. For for once in my life, I can't, I simply cannot control anything. So I just let go and lean in. And that for someone like me is a bit of a holiday. Like, I don't have to set an alarm because a Big Brother's going to wake me up. Like, I don't have to stand at the fridge for 45 minutes picking what I want to eat, I don't get much of a choice. There's not a whole lot of right. food in that house. So I think that things, and even my job, right? Like even the first time around, I was still working in social media. I was working on the other side of things. So I was working in advertising, helping brands with social media, whereas now I kind of am my own brand. But everyone's questioning, even Sonia on stage, you know, my very first interview with Sonia said, how are you going to go with that social media? How are you going to go with that phone? Actually, it's a holiday. It's a mental holiday. It's a holiday for my eyeballs. Like I've been on Instagram every day since I left that house nine years ago. Right. This was the longest I've been away from Instagram and I loved it. I really loved it. So all the stuff that you would think that I would hate, I actually love. That's um, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I just think that it's just my busy brain is constantly like, you know, like a, a gerbil in like a, a ball. And so to go in there and just go, it's all Whatever. up to you, boo. Like, it's all up to you. I can't do anything about it. So that's kind of relaxing. That's oh, fair. Interesting that's take. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about some of this, the grocery situation here? Like, <laughs> yes. You know, because this is, I mean, I certainly want to get into it later too, but like, that's very different from like, you know, our version of Big Brother. So, um, right. right. Yeah. We don't have that. People don't seem to understand, even my boyfriend watching along, he's, no one seems to understand how hungry we are. I think everyone thinks, oh, but it's a TV show. They've got to be keeping you fed. Like, they have to keep you alive. Right, right. They feed us the bare minimum. Like, we would have a ration drop twice a week, but it was literally apples, bananas, spinach leaves, canned tuna. Like, if we're not winning a substantial amount to eat, we're starving all the time. And the other thing is, we're all different body shape sizes. We all have different dietaries, you know. The bigger boys are used to eating more food. Um, we've all got, we've all got different, you know, addictions. We've got the coffee drinkers like Dave. Um, I've got a really big sweet tooth. I drink a lot of soft drink, a lot of Coca-Cola 
And so suddenly having our diet completely change, it messes with you in so many different ways that you that you don't realize. Um, you know, I remember my first time around, I went through a serious caffeine and sugar withdrawal in the first couple of days where I was having tension headaches, mood swings. Um, our diet really stuffs you up. It, it, yeah, I can only imagine. We enough money and we're all hungry. The house isn't is an angry, a tense place. Everyone's in a bad mood. So the food situation is really is one of the biggest issues in that house. Like that shopping budget money is vital for a happy house. And we rarely want enough money. <laughs> it's, see, a lot of I, these I houses never, were not designed for that. Right. I see, I didn't realize too, like how extreme it actually got at times. Like, cause I keep hearing all, all the housemates talking about rations and things like that. But then like even that one task that Tim and Alicia had to do, they were like offered this KFC meal and then the whole rest of the house is getting a bag of rice. Like I was like, you know. It was, it's dire. Like on top of that, what you're forgetting is that we're doing a really hectic physical challenge every second day. So we're doing these challenges. We're not sleeping properly. We're not being fed properly. Like that takes a toll on, on your body mentally and physically. Sure it does. No, it was, it was, it was, we were constantly starving and I don't eat canned tuna. I've never liked it. So without the canned tuna available to me, I was literally eating apples. Yeah. That's what I was having. If I was lucky. Rabbit food. If I was lucky, I maybe occasionally had one single fried egg for lunch. Wow. But like, that's it. We, there is nothing, you're not seeing, like they're not secretly feeding us on the side. We are starving. I lost six kilograms. I lost four kilograms. Um, the first time round, and I lost six kilograms this time round just from oh being gosh. so hungry. That's ridiculous. Wow. Wow. That's wild. It is Are wild. Which is why do we have those dinners and those feasts where, like, like it's <laughs> terrible. Like, they're not showing how animalistic it is. Like, we are like, yeah. like get out of my way. Like, just going <laughs> to this, like, coleslaw and chicken. We're like, it's, it's a free-for-all. And that food disappears in, like, three seconds. We're starving. I believe it. Oh man. Now I think I heard you say there that you have a, like a physical challenge every second day. It's it's kind of like it's a little difficult to really grasp like how time is passing in this house um since it's not live like that's certainly something that like mm -hmm. we're used to. So like mm -hmm. every other day you're playing one of these challenges. Like that's so Yeah. So it was hard for us too. We really we, you know, as I said before, it's it's nice not having any control, but it is also good for us just to mentally prepare yourself. Like if there's a challenge coming up, you have to prepare yourself, right? If you're going to have to scramble, if you're going to have to fight for your life, you have to kind of pump yourself up for that. So it really helped us to know what days, you know, what days were quieter days, what days were busier days. Mm -hmm. um, but the best days were, were a Friday because if you manage to scrape through on a Friday, you've got the weekend safe and you don't have to stress about anything till the Monday. So making it through on a Friday, I would just sort of like let a breath of fresh air out and just go, all right, okay, I'm good. I can relax. I've got at least two more sleeps in here before I'm, you know, in danger again. <laughs> but um, yeah, I know it's, it is tricky to follow the narrative and, and the timeline, but yeah, we had a physical challenge just about every second day. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot, especially a lot of us, you know, we've spent, us from Melbourne, I'd been in lockdowns for like two years. I hadn't been to the gym in about two and a half years. So I was in the least physical shape of my entire life. Like I've, I'm not like a, a Fitzbo Barbie kind of gal, but I, I do like to work out. It makes me feel good mentally. And, you know, mm -hmm. in my peak, I'm training four or five times a week. But because we went in wow. after COVID, um, I hadn't been in a gym for like two and a half years. So I had no no muscle on me whatsoever, <laughs> whatsoever. That's that's awesome. Awesome and crazy at the same time. Yikes. Yeah. Well, when you have people like Brenton who are literally <laughs> built, you know, I, you walked in where I was like. <laughs> yeah, he just came in just ready to go. Oh, yeah. my God. That guy is all muscle. He worked out every single day. <laughs> wild all right so our next actual scheduled question did you have any yes. reservations about returning to the big brother house like after your last go i mean you'd think i would have more than i did right because it wasn't an easy ride for me the first time around i think a lot of people were like she's really gonna do that again <laughs> um but I, I love the show. I live and breathe it. I have since I was little. I followed the series, you know, before I was on it. I followed it since. 
I've been a part of all the weird, crazy, you know, behind Big Brother fan forums. I, I love it. I love the concept. I love it all of it. I love the show in all its different various format, formats and formations. Um, and I always said I'd go back in a heartbeat. And so to be asked to be a part of something so special as like the 21st, you know, birthday celebration and just to be asked to come back again is a huge honor. That's and awesome. I just, yeah, I don't. I don't know how I could have said no. I would never have forgiven myself for saying no. I would always be wondering what if, what if, what if. There's right. no way I could have watched it back. I would have had the worst FOMO in the world. Um, <laughs> and also I kind of wanted a chance, you know, to redeem myself. I wanted to prove to the country that I am more than one mistake I made as a 25 year old. You know, I have right. done so much work for myself. I've grown so much. I am so much more than that one silly decision I made when I was a kid. And I really wanted a chance to show the country that. I wanted to show them the real me and that there's so much more to me than just that. So there was definitely a redemption arc uh, angle that I was hoping for, yeah. So I had reservations, I had PTSD. Um, like I was, I still am. Every time a show, an episode goes to air, I get really anxious being on Twitter and reading the social commentary. Um, but there was just no way I could ever have said no to that. There's just no way. Right. Did you know when you said yes, that you were going to be going in like with the other OGs? Did you know they were there or? I am smart enough and I watch enough reality television to know that they wouldn't just bring me back. Like that makes absolutely no sense. Like I'm the <laughs> randomest housemate to bring back just on my own. Like as a little like intruder. <laughs> if they're going to do that, you know, um, as they have done with Tim, the season after hours, if they're going to do that and bring just one person back, it's going to be a Reggie. It's going to be a Sarah Marie. It's not going to be a Tully Smythe. Like I'm like a C grade big brother. <laughs> no. So I knew I had a feeling, obviously they can't confirm anything and they would never confirm anything for us. But I had a feeling if they'd asked me back, I wouldn't be the only one. I didn't know whether it would be a complete all stars and we would all be returning housemates or whether mm -hmm. it would be half and half. But I knew that I wouldn't be the only one. Okay, fair. Well, we're certainly glad that you're in that house. So it's been so much fun to watch you. Um, Thank you. I know what one of the things for me that I that I really, um, you know, thought because we were just talking about sort of going into the house and you know not knowing whether there were going to be any any other OGs there or anything. It was it, it, what's so interesting to me in this season is how you're the only person that's come in late, but without anybody else along with you. You know, like whether it was the sewer rats coming in with a group of three or Brenton and Jules coming in with their little duo, you know, you were the one that got thrown into this house all alone. And it's just been so cool to watch you navigate everything. Yeah, that I, uh, some, let's just say some things happened um, during hotel quarantine that were out of all of our control. Um, I think originally I was probably supposed to come in earlier than I did, but, you know, you have to roll with the punches. Mm. It was extremely hard coming in on my own. I knew the minute I found out that would be the case, I was very, very anxious. I almost didn't want to do the show because I know better than most people how important, how vital those first couple of days are. I know how important that is for alliance bonding, for friendship bonding, for getting to know you, for finding your feet in the place. And I was, I was scared coming in late and I knew that that would be to my detriment. And it was, it was really, really hard. Um, First of all, you know, I'm, I'm hit smack bang in the face with my ex-boyfriend. Uh, then I find out that he's yeah. got a new, a new partner. Then, you know, Tim, who I thought would automatically by default be on my side and on my, you know, in my corner was not quite clearly not in my corner. And the newbies were so tight. They were so bound together. And I guess that, you know, that had all happened before I came. I had... I was really hoping it wouldn't be a clear-cut newbies versus OGs. I thought that would be really boring and cliche and predictable. So when I came in, you know, day nine or whatever, and it was so, you know, the Berlin Wall, I was like, oh, yeah. shit, really? Like, has it really already got to this point? Um, but the newbies, you know, I just, I really thought for the first two weeks, I really struggled. You didn't see any of that, but I had a really rough first two weeks. It felt like Trev was my only friend. And... Right. I knew that I didn't have, I wasn't going to have a great physical game. I don't think strategically because that's just not how I am. I'm not in there to double cross, backstab, do the numbers. I knew my only strong suit was my social game. And so to come in late, be on the back foot already, have my two supposed allies not be my allies 
and then have this really tight group of newbies um, kind of not letting me in. Uh, right. It was really hard. And yeah, not having, you know, two other people. I didn't have other newbies, other, you know, fresh meat to, to have my back. So I was up against it from day one, for sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, because the sewer people had each other. Brenton and Jules mm -hmm. had each other. And then it's just you just strolling mm -hmm. on in. Yeah. yeah. I know. And and I think I, that they did, it, they did a great job at, at making that a moment. As I said, like it wasn't part of the plan, I don't think. But mm -hmm. um, I think that they did a good job at, at not making me feel like an afterthought because that's another right. thing I was worried about. You know, it kind of, they couldn't have written a better script. Like they had no idea that Drew was going to meet Sam and that was all going to kick off. So me right. coming in on Sam's birthday, like you can't make this shit up. Like you just can't. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. It's yeah. so true. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, I know you've kind of gotten into it a little bit on social media about it, but since you did bring it up, like we deleted the question, but now since it's here, I mean, walking in and seeing Drew with Sam, I mean, like, the hell? I mean, your stomach had to, like, fucking drop. No, not even. I. No? No, no. My stomach didn't drop. I wanted to, like, laugh in his face. Like, I thought it I didn't feel I wasn't bitter, jealous, sad, angry. I was just like, you're a fucking joke, mate. Like, like, did you seriously just come back and do the same thing again? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm like, here I am. I'm back on my own. I want to play my own game. You know, fuck the distractions. I'm here to win. And he's just come back in to do the same thing he did before. Like, no, look, it didn't surprise me. As I Good said, for you. like, he's, Good for you. he's never single for long. He really isn't single for long. The guy um, is just more comfortable in a relationship. So it didn't surprise mm. me at all. But no, my stomach didn't drop. No. Oh, gosh. I would have died. Anyway, just, <laughs> just collapsed. Like, it doesn't even matter if I still like you or not. I just don't want to look at it. Like, I don't want to be subjected to that. And I don't want to be subjected. I don't want people watching me be subjected to it, you know? Yeah, Yikes. that was just awkward, though. You know, as I've said yeah. before in interviews, like, you don't want your ex to be at a party or at, let alone be living in your share house. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm and they went holding back, you know. Sam, Sam has no qualms in showing some love, which you know, power to her. But yeah, I don't know. I I feel like you know, I live with my boyfriend and his brother, and we'll be cuddling on the couch, and his brother will walk in, and I'll be like, "Well, get off me, get off me," because I don't want to make Matthew feel uncomfortable, you know. Right. Yeah. So the amount of PDA I just found interesting. Like I'd be trying to make my toast <laughs> in the morning, and I'd have to like. Sorry, guys, if you guys could just take the makeout session over that way. I'm trying to make my toast. <laughs> I'm trying to make my toast like for the third time today since it's really like you need anyway. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry to interrupt. Like, I just felt, and I felt bad for them too, right? Like, I wanted to give them the space to mm. bond, to connect, to see if there was something there. Mm. And that's also hard for them having me just like in the background all the time. So it was hard for everybody. That's such an awesome, like, mature way to see that, though. Like, that's that's so awesome. Like, you want to make sure they had their space to, like, be them and have, like, they can breathe on their own. Like, that's awesome. Way to go. I think a part of me, you know, and I said this at one point to Drew, it was really interesting being on the other side of a romance. Um, mm -hmm. I know what it was like. You know, I truly did fall in love in that house the first time around, and, and I had a great time, and I, I didn't want to take that away from Sam, you know, mm -hmm. if it was to be something serious. I didn't want to interfere with that. And Sam and I both had a chat very early on and we just refused to give in to the narrative that they, you know, that people probably were assuming would happen. Um, we just both said, look, let's not go down that path. Let's not be two women fighting over a guy. Let's not do that. Let's do something different. Let's show the country and other housemates how, you know, women are stronger when they band together. And so we were always so supportive, so loyal. There are so many beautiful, sweet moments between Sam and I that they just didn't show. And I knew they wouldn't show them because that doesn't, that doesn't go fit along the narrative. The... Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make the, what is Australia's biggest love triangle thing work, right? No. Um, you know, I remember a moment where after Sam was brought back into the house and, you know, understandably she was feeling lost because she was like, more than half his house hate me. Not hate me, but what, what are me gone? Mm -hmm. And now I'm back. I don't... People I thought my friends had just turned on me. I don't really know where I belong. I don't really know where I fit. And she just kind of was feeling yeah. uncomfortable. And we were by the spa and I saw her, you know, we were all talking and I saw her just quietly leave and go inside. And I gave her a minute and then I went in after her. 
and I found her in the showers crying and I just sat with her you know and I just you know I just comforted her and I was like I can't even imagine how you're feeling like I'm so I'm so sorry you're feeling this way and you know Drew hadn't even noticed that she'd left but I saw it and I went after her and we had this beautiful moment um of her you know literally naked in the shower like crying and me like hanging over the shower thing trying to comfort her like over the shower <laughs> so yeah we just were really really determined to not fall into that same old narrative about you know women hating other women because we're better than that oh, that's great that, I like I love that that's awesome yeah. it's it's you really it, it's just, oh absolutely it's um and, and it's just it's I haven't seen you know your previous season yet. I definitely after the season we're watching now, I definitely want to go back. <laughs> yeah, we're but, new. Um, yeah, we're new. To, we're new to the you know Big Brother Australia world, yeah. but it's been it's been so much fun to watch you on this season and just like kind of like you know seeing what you've said on social media about your your previous experience and and seeing some you know some stuff on you know just looking back at previous Big Brother seasons and seeing some of that like it's clear that you've really like you've just grown so much and matured so much. You feel like such a genuine person, like. And, and it's it's clear that like, you know, while you still have these emotional connections and you're playing a game like, you know, you're doing you're doing your own thing. You're playing your own game. What, you know, whether that was voting and it's something that could potentially benefit Drew, like if it's the right thing to do and that, that you feel you're going to do it. But we also saw you vote against Drew and, you know, as part of that eviction. So like you you are really playing your own game in there, but it's, you know, you're you're, you're really treating those emotional connections that you have with previous, you know, uh, house guests and, and newbies and stuff now like you, you just do such a great job with that i think that's why people love you you're just so genuine thank you i think one of the blessing and a curse of coming in on my own i never really you know people often talk in the house about having their person i didn't have a person no. people did everyone had their little buddy right reggie had dave and estelle and jules and, and everyone had a little i didn't have a person i had many people but i didn't have one confidant and i think you know, my first time round, I was really relying on Drew. Like he was my person, he was my support. And this time I was on my own. And I'm like, I'm going to do what's right for me. And it was really tricky and it was really hard at some times because, you know, Drew would often, you know, I be he barely spoke to me. And then when he did, it was to ask me to do him a favor. And I, I definitely felt duty bound. You know, I still care about the guy. I, I want the best for him. Um, but there were choices I made that, that were for myself. I know a lot of people questioned me putting a point on Lulu and because of the way it was cut, you know, with me saying, oh, but I can't, it's his birthday. I didn't do that for him. I did that for myself. I was closer mm -hmm. to Sam than I was to Lulu. Lulu and I had chats in the hallway. We'd never had a d &M. You know, the most time I'd spent with her was when we were stuck together in that three shirt thing. Um, <laughs> and I, poor thing, poor doll stuck with me and Drew. Uh, I just, you know, she'd been a floater. She, she'd done a few odd things. I just didn't know where she was going to go. And that to me was scary. Whereas I knew if I say Sam, she'd owe me one. And not only would she owe me one, Drew would owe me one. So there right. was way more shame behind that than, than, than was shown. Yeah, because um, now you're owed twice. Well, yeah. 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 And, you know, yeah. I didn't particularly, I think that, there's this, there's a clear, I don't know if we made it to the show. No, it didn't make it to the show where it's the day after Drew was saved over Sam. So Sam's gone. And big brother is like, Tully, are you happy that Drew was saved last night? And I'm like, <laughs> it was like, I kind of was sitting in that chair and despite me putting my point, you know, to save Drew over Sam, I wouldn't have mind if he'd left. <laughs> Him leaving and me having to it, I would have been like, "Oh, that sucks." But oh, see ya. <laughs> now I can now I can work with Sam. You know, string free. Oh, yeah. it would have been a great one to do it. But then yeah. with the snap eviction, again, they showed it out of order. But I I didn't just hop on the bandwagon. It wasn't a it wasn't a um, a landslide, and I've just gone. Oh, well, this is easy for me. Then I was smack bang in the middle, and it could have gone either way at that point. So I, I was sticking my neck out to do that to send Drew home. It, it was my biggest play. It was to shut everybody up because everyone was saying I'm under Drew's thumb. I'd never vote him out. I'm a risk because anyone's up against Drew. I'm going to save him. And I was like, no, you know what? Fuck you all. You're wrong, and I'm going to prove it to you. Yeah, and watch this. Watch this, Drew. Watch this. I mean, no. I really wish, like, I so wish that I didn't have such a bleeding heart and that I could have done it, stood there strong, been like, 
and that's for everything, fucker. But I, of course, the minute, <laughs> the minute he was nice and he was like, I'm proud of you, I was like, oh, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, you're already upset and someone's nice to you, it makes you more upset. I was like, don't yes. say that. Don't be a nice guy. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't be better than the way that I perceive myself to be in this moment. How dare you? I'm like, don't now turn around and suddenly be kind to me. Like, <laughs> and then they brought it back. And I'm like, well, that was for fucking nothing, wasn't it? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was uh, like, of course you did. Of course you fucking did. Of right. Course, of course they did. Well, that was even like the um, the Sam thing with her going down the hall and like pulling the thing. Like, are you kidding? Of course, Sam. Sam has to be the one to come back. You know what? Like, my little my little romantic heart loved that. Like, I loved. I was right. Like, of course, like me inserting myself into every situation. I was right behind Drew up the hallway to hug Sam, and then I saw them have this beautiful like romantic movie moment, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll stay back. I'll stay back. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that for them because at the time, you know, we've all learnt. A lot more since but at the time i actually thought that they maybe had legs so i was all for that lovely reunion but yeah i know it's frustrating for the fans to watch when it feels like you know favorites are being saved over other people but we don't know you know we're just never going to know if that was always the plan if that was a plan because it was sam and estelle we're never going to know are we no we're not um but i think that's fun too in a way because like you know even if that is slightly manipulated like even if that was the case i mean Good TV is still good TV. I mean, we're still having a good yeah. time. You know, it's fine. And like, we know, I, I think if I got caught up in questioning those kind of things, like some of the fans do, I'm going to be miserable. Like, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I can't, right. if I start picking apart every little detail and every little, you know, producer decision or Big Brother's decision, it takes kind of the magic away from it. You know, it's supposed to be spontaneous. You know, there are ups and downs. Some days you're lucky, some days you're unlucky. That's just how it, you know, the cookie crumbles. Right. Well, since we're kind of already on this part, too, um, obviously playing Big Brother um, as an OG versus a newbie is like two completely different experiences, right? Because you've got like such relationships with these people. So the next question for you was like, you know, does that change how you're managing like your personal relationships and obviously your like your social game and how? Yeah, we... By the time I got into the house, I'd been debriefed and they were like, these newbies are out for blood. They're not here to make friends. They don't give a fuck who we are and they're here to win. And we had to kind of, in a way, teach them along the way to, hey, 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 just, just wooza. <laughs> like we can, cool. we can make friendships as well as fight to the death. You know, there, can, there is room for both. We can, don't just let's just relax some days you know dave had this beautiful um i mean reggie fucking hated it because it's reggie but it was like a kumbaya <laughs> moment it was called circle talk okay and okay. when the house is particularly tense or there'd been a blow up or you know we lost someone we loved like trev we'd all sit in a circle and pass around this stuffed toy um he's got a stuffed toy of his dog jimmy and we would pass it around and if you had the dog you could talk and if not you had to shut the fuck up and we would say um, how we were feeling on a scale of one to 10 and then explain why. And then, you know, we're just kind of open to talking about our feelings more and it kind of took it, it made it more personal and, and it took us, it made us talk about our feelings and, you know, Hey, I'm feeling a bit anxious today. I feel a bit lost. And for those moments, mm. we weren't talking about strategy. We're talking about everyone being humans, which is my favorite part about the whole show. So I think the relationships were definitely very, very different. The OGs just kind of had this inherent understanding that we were all good. Um, We didn't really have to, I guess, work as hard with each other because we just kind of had this weird family bond, even if we hadn't met before. You know, I hadn't met Reggie before. I hadn't met Trevor before. I hadn't met Mm. Dave before. Um, The rest I had. But the minute I saw them, I was like, come here. Like, you're my, you know, my family. But I also really loved playing with the newbies and, and loved watching the way they were playing. Like, they were playing a fierce game. Like, you have to give it to them. It, they were ready to play. And I admire that. I respect it. I can't play like that. That's not how I'm built. Um, but it was fun to watch. And it was kind of, like, nostalgic, you know. It's like coming back to your old high school and, like, giving a speech and seeing, you know, all the kids sitting in your old spot or, you know. And it's it, it was nice and, and lovely. But I... It was definitely 
there was definitely a different kind of relationship between OGs and newbies and then forging relationships with the OGs. I remember having to sit Alicia down once. In fact, it was when she put the point on me recently and just that just completely rocked me. I just couldn't believe she did that. And um, I pulled her aside in the treehouse and, and I was emotional and she was emotional. I was like, Leash, I would never have done that. Like I, when I say you're my little sister, I mean that you had my loyalty and I and I don't understand why because we'd made an agreement early on that if we were going to put each other up which we might have to do eventually that we'd come and give each other the heads up mm. it, you know there would come a day where we'd be like hey leash like I've got no choice you know right. your name has to go up tonight and then so for her not to come and give me the heads up and be honest with me about it that's what really hurt um but I remember I remember grabbing her and being like I'm your fuck this game. When this game's over, I'm still going to be your friend. I'm still going to be in your life. I'm still going to be your big sister. And it was like, she couldn't quite like register that. Like I was having mm. to be like, there is a life outside of here. And we're yes. going to be friends for life. Like none of this matters in the grand scheme of things. But I think the newbies struggled more to remember that. They were very much like blinkers on, get to the end. Whereas <laughs> right. us, OGs, us OGs were like, guys, in a couple of weeks' time, none of this exists anymore and we're all right. going to be fine. So, yeah, it was interesting dynamic, cool. for sure. I'm sure I'm sure as a new person in that house, it's probably such an intense experience, especially when you have people like yourself and Tim and Dave and Reggie in there. It probably is such an intense like feeling for, for new people that are in the game. I would have felt ripped off. I would have been pissed because... You're, you're suddenly up against it way more. Like, mm. I, I get that. And there was, and you, we felt that. It was, that was not a secret. There was a level of resentment towards us. You know, there was the whole, why do they get to play again? You know, should the previous winners be allowed to win a second time? Um, mm. Even if even if us as newbies make it to the top three, if we're up against OG, do we even stand a chance? Like, I felt for them. It, it, it was hard. It was not the big brother they were expecting, right? They weren't expecting right. that kind of a ride. And so for them to be surprised with that, you know, that would have been a lot to get your head around as well. Yeah. And I guess there is the added benefit of, you know, those of you that did know each other outside of here, you've got that immediate trust. Um, well, like I mean, that. but did we? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you did. It, it, maybe not completely found it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go great. Like, I thought, oh, we've got this in the bag. Tim, Drew, and I, the only three from the same season. That's an automatic alliance, surely, till death do us part. No? Right. No. No. Uh, no. No. That was just me thinking that. None of the other two were thinking that. <laughs> it's certainly what I would have thought. And I, I guess it would have been my perception anyway as a newbie. You know, that still would have played on my, but it, no, I guess it didn't turn out that way. No, it did not. No, it did not. No. <laughs> <laughs> John, this next question is yours. I don't want to like say all the questions. Oh, well, um, you know, do you have a caption for it? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever seen an international version of Big Brother? Yeah. Not, not fully. I, mm. as I said, I've watched Big Brother since I was a little girl. And when we didn't have a series on here in, the, uh, in Australia, I'd often watch little clips that I could find here and there on YouTube. You know, I'm very familiar with Nikki Graham, for instance. Um, I've seen the the Gemma Collins meltdown in Big Brother UK Celebrity. So I've seen clips here and there. Um, but no, I know Tahan tuned in to watch Tim um, on Big Brother Canada, but you had to get like a VPN and it was it sounded really technical. Um, and I think, <laughs> no, I promise it's not. To be honest, I, I couldn't bring myself to watch Tim, the Tim show for a second time. Um, so no, I haven't seen a complete a complete season of any other international Big Brother. I haven't. Wow. Wow. Well, I can tell you I, firsthand, the VPN thing is not that hard. <laughs> Someone was like, oh, you have to download this and pay for this. And I'm like, oh, you lost me. I, I, that, that just sounds <laughs> difficult. That sounds difficult. <laughs> that's, how we're, that's how we're watching. Yeah, that's how we're watching you. <laughs> I assume so. I assume so. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I don't know. Maybe there's also the feeling of like FOMO, like, you know, watching it, because even watching seasons after mine, like Australian seasons after mine, I get a feeling of like, I feel miss, like I'm missing out. I want to be back in the, get you back in the house. So yeah. maybe I've also not watched it because I don't want to get jealous and be sitting on my couch being like, oh, I want to go in there. I want to do that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I have not watched a season, no. Oh man, it's so different. 
It's so yeah, different. I like I, the first time I watched, the first um, Australian season I watched was 12, you know, because I had to wait for Paramount Plus to give it to us because we hadn't figured out right. the VPN thing yet. And I was sitting there, I was like, what is going on? I was like, this doesn't even like feel like Big Brother. Like, I don't know what's happening. Uh, but then like the more you watch, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not what I know. It doesn't mean it's not good. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah. And like, yeah, I find it to be like really mind blowing that like after that first nomination challenge, you just immediately without speaking to anybody, you just run right off to the diary room. Like, how do I know what I want to do if I haven't spoken to my people? Like, <laughs> well, that period was so stressful. Like, we we were bound to silence. If we so much just raised an eyebrow at someone, we'd get in trouble. Like, we could not speak. That there's a silence period. Um, wow. But yeah, it, it's 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 wild. And like, if you go back and watch my first season, it is another completely different show altogether. So, I feel like I've participated in two different shows, really. Um, but both are great for different reasons. You know, I love different parts of both formats for different reasons, but it'd be so interesting to watch Big Brother Canada, Big Brother America, Big Brother UK properly back to back to see all the different yeah. parts. And I know I know for a fact that, um, you know, we borrow and, and take ideas from each other, you know, the different formats. I know that there are bits and pieces um, that we borrow and, and, you know, producers see in one format and take and put it into our format. So it'd be interesting to see if I like recognized or found anything familiar, but I'd love to do one. Like I'd love to pull a team and go do an overseas version. That'd be amazing. There was talk after my first season of me possibly doing Big Brother South Africa. Really? Um, someone reached out and, and, and to gauge my interest, I said, fuck yes. And then I never heard from them ever again. So that's as far as that went, but yeah. That's their loss, yeah. their loss. That could actually be our game. Can we just get you to be on BBUS then? I mean, if you're willing yes. to travel, <laughs> you know, I, why I not? Love, I love the US. I love the US. I, I spent a lot of time in the US, so I would love to do Oh, that. yeah? Yeah. Whereabouts? <laughs> it's like, it's stereotypical, but I love um, LA. I go to LA quite a bit. Um, I was actually wanted to move to, to LA for a while um, and then COVID happened. Um, but I did a trip, I did a work trip across middle America. So I started off in um, LA and went right through, did um, Memphis, went to Graceland, mm. um, went to Albuquerque, like literally middle America all the way across. Um, oh, that's so fun. Which was so much fun. Like I went to places I would never have checked out otherwise. And I was like, oh my God, like Memphis, right? I played saxophone in school because um, I was a real cool dude, obviously. And <laughs> I love jazz music, but it was just never somewhere that was like high. You know, there were so many places in the world to visit. You know, you want to do like Japan and Greece and Turkey. So places like Memphis are kind of really low, you know, if at <laughs> all in your list. And I went to Memphis and I was like, this place is fucking amazing. Like, I love it here. Like, wonderful <laughs> people coming and checking it out. Like, I just loved it so much. And there are a few places like that that I really just loved. Um, you know, Utah, Colorado, like, there were just some, and I'm like, we need to, people need to know about these places. <laughs> like, come check them out. I don't even know about these places. John, have you ever <laughs> been to these places? I mean, I've never been to Memphis, Colorado, none of these places. Guys, have you been to Australia? Never no. been to Australia. Would love to go I there. I want to go to Australia so bad. You've got no. to do it. Like now, surely after being cooped up for so long with COVID, I feel like those bucket list places that we've been dreaming about for so long, I'm even more inclined to make it happen because like who fucking knows what's going to happen next year? Like what no, if fair. next year we're all wiped out, we're all dead. Like we've got to go do this <laughs> thing now. <laughs> I have to rush out, but aren't like plane tickets like so expensive to Australia? Oh my God. Like, yeah, and it's a long plane ride. Actually, mm, it's like, I mean, probably now, because I feel like, again, everyone's traveling um, mm -hmm. for the first time. Um, but the plane from plane ride from here to um, LA is 15 hours and about 1.5 return. So it's not too bad. I mean, 1.5 Australian, which is probably even less for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what the conversion is. Um, it's, never good. Of, <laughs> it's never good. Speaking of conversions, you want to laugh? <laughs> So like it's 10.30 p.m. for us here. Okay. Right. So as we're coming up with times, like we're going back and forth, like with, with, um, with Channel 7, we're like, um, are we sure that this is what time like she's coming? 
I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit in the room and just make sure she doesn't pop up. I was like, because it could be 930, it could be 1030. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. You're using like worldtimebuddy.com. I do the same thing with my podcast. I'm so bad with um, time and conversions and different. And you guys have like different, depending on which state you're in, it's like a different thing altogether. Um, yeah. So I feel you. No, it's one, it's one twelve p.m. here. Uh, yeah. It was really, I, I I kept getting nervous when I was like emailing with Jeff Seven because like I was, they were asking for dates and I was like, yeah, um, you know, I kept having to think of the, the day ahead for you. So like for us, it's Monday night right now, but for you, it's Tuesday like afternoon. You guys, so, like, what you supplied was super easy. I just like went through and picked the one that worked bit. Like it, you guys did a good job, I thought. I, I mean, listen. I tried. I, I took a long time. <laughs> I really made sure. <laughs> I it was worth it. Oh, of absolutely. course it was. Well, see, I'm also just like a very anxious person. So I was like, are we sure? <laughs> and I kept going back, going back. I'm like, no, that's what it says. It says 12.30 her time. And go back, go back. No, it's definitely 10.30. I'm, I'm going to sit here at 9 o'clock and just wait. <laughs> like, just make sure. <laughs> so silly. Uh, no, I get so, it. Feel yeah. your anxiety. It was, it was rough. It was really, really rough. Um, I have a question about like previous seasons of Big Brother, um, which actually may have been yours. Because again, like, so sorry, like we are we are not well versed on all telly history here. But like, why are you <laughs> as soon as we saw you, I was like, she is gorgeous. I was like, oh gosh, I hope I hope we actually like her. I was like, is she so pretty? And I was like, oh, wouldn't that suck? Wouldn't that suck? And then you just ended up being awesome. It's like, well, thank God. <laughs> you know what? One of my one of my biggest hang-ups, and this is probably from being an influencer for nine years, was like I was just really worried that people would comment on how much I've aged or how different I looked the first time around. So to have social media be like, oh my God, like what fountain of youth is Tully drinking from? I was like, thank you so much. That means thank so much to me. Especially when they then talk about how old it looks. I'm like, that's great. As long as I'm looking better than Drew, then we're good. We're good. <laughs> I, I would say you do. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. I mean, he's handsome and everything, but sorry. Yeah, I think age is not big at all of us, you know? Oops. Mm. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. No, who cares? Whatever. We're having fun. Um, if talking strategy wasn't allowed, because I feel like that's what we keep hearing. Like, oh, we weren't like Reggie has made comments like, oh, I wasn't allowed to do this. Like, what did you do then? We became best friends and we fell in love and we got to know each other and we shared our deepest, darkest secrets and told funny sex stories and well, had parties and like, it was just so much fun. We could not even, I got a strike. So there is a rule in Big Brother Australia anyway, where if you get three strikes from Big Brother, he then will remove you from the house, right? Okay. And I think there's only ever been one person maybe that received three. It's usually you get to two and then you kind of smarten up. But I got a strike and like, I'm such a goody two shoes. Like I'm like a good little girl. Like I, I had the, um, I actually have it right here, the Big Brother handbook, all the rules, and I would like read it and read it and like highlight things. But I apparently, according to Big Brother, I implied to somebody who I was going to be putting a point on, and that was enough to get me a strike. Like it was strict. Wow. There was no mentioning of who you're putting up, no mentioning of anything to do with that. And so it kind of really brought the focus back to, what Big Brother is supposed to be about, which is a bunch of strangers living in a house together, right? We right. we played games and, you know, we'd make up musicals and, and we hung out and talked about our favourite movies and our first loves and which car we drove and our favourite food and, you know, our mummy and daddy issues. Like, we just hung out. And I think that's kind of what um, the, the old school fans are really missing about this new format is that they're not seeing enough of that. Like... They know us OGs because of our first time round and because they watch the format, which is like that. But they're not, it's hard for them to feel attached or care about the newbies because they don't know them. They don't know that, wow. for instance, they don't know that Taras has a girlfriend called Zoe. They don't know Alicia's backstory. Uh, they don't know that Johnson has a girlfriend. They don't know anything about Reggie's partner. They don't know anything about, do you know what I mean? So it's hard for the fans to 
get invested and care about the newbies because they feel like they don't know them. And what I'm finding is the there's like little exclusive videos, clips on 7 Plus. I'm not sure if you guys have had access to them. But that, those clips, every single one they've posted so far, that's the old Big Brother format. That That's the shit we would do. Like, we'd get up to mischief when we had the hackers. We all made tinfoil hats, which was just, it sounds silly, but it was so much fun. Everyone's hat was so specific to who they are as a person. Everyone's hat was different and it matched that person so well. And then we had to go around the circle and we explained what our hat was about and why we went with this hat. And to me, those <laughs> clips that are on 7 Plus are really what the fans are wanting to see more of um, because it's just it gives them an insight into who we are as people and our connections mm. and our relationships. I think that from what I've seen on, on social media, people really liked the three shirt punishment because, you know, for instance, the chat between Drew and I, where we spoke about our relationship, that was the most they've seen Drew and I speak in however many weeks. So I think that's what's missing from this new format is that there's so much um, focus on strat chat and challenges and eliminations and scrambles, all of which is great. And as I said, I like, I like both formats. It's almost like we need an extra episode a week so we can level that out and, and balance that out a bit with a bit more of the interpersonal stuff. Hmm. Interesting. I think that's very interesting, you know, because hmm. coming from coming from our versions of it, right? Like, obviously, like we're big fans, the American version, right? We just watched our very first Canadian season, which is so modeled after like, you know, the American format. And then to come here, it's like, okay, so we're seeing all of this, all of this, as you call it, strat chat, which I think is really cute. That's like, that. that's definitely an Australian thing. Like nobody else calls it that. Strat chat. Um, strat yeah, strat chat. So cute. Strat um, city. <laughs> <laughs> I we love say, it. If we, were like, if we were like exhausted from strat chatting, we'd say we have a bad case of the strat throat, like strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting to me because see, we fell in love with you without knowing you. Yeah, I think that is interesting because you also haven't seen a lot of me. Like, I no, mean, I and that's what I mean. I fell in love with poor JC has said one word, maybe two words. <laughs> um, yeah, so which is you know, sad. He sad got a He's a legend. Well, no, I just don't think he was involved in enough of the drama. No, like, and, that, and well, and that's kind of how we were like, just, just no, just not edited proper, just not edited enough to get like some of that stuff in. I will say, like, yeah, JC is definitely like a victim of that. Um, but like Taras, like I fell in love with Taras. I love Johnson. I love Alicia, and these are the people that you just named as people that oh, you didn't get to meet them. You don't really know them, and it's like, oh, that's funny because like, I like them plenty. <laughs> you know. I think now that we're getting down to less and less housemates, we're seeing more of the newbies. I was finding it really interesting and, and weird to watch initially the first couple of weeks because I know these people very well and I love them for different reasons. And then I was watching the show and I was like, they're not translating. Like mm. Johnson is such a sweetheart. People are finding him smug, but everything he says is sarcastic. Like I don't think that's coming across, right? He's making these jokes and people are taking them um, as he is saying, I'm like, no, that's a joke. Like he's not right. actually saying that legitimately. And right. so it's it's changing yeah. now. The narrative and and the people's perception of both Alicia and Johnson, who I both adore, is slowly changing now because I think we're seeing more of them because there are less housemates. Taras was always going to be a dark horse. Like everybody loves a weirdo. And he, I said the minute I met him, I was like, you are a triple threat. And he was like, shh, don't tell anybody else. I was like, you are. <laughs> You have a strong social game. You are very smart and very strategic. And I know that you're physically stronger than you let yourself, like, he's, he's a big guy, look at him. He's got no fat fat on him. No. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting to watch people only now coming around to Alicia being an absolute powerhouse and, um, you know, Johnson being lovable. Cause it, for a while people were like, oh, who the fuck are these? Get, get, off, get off my screen. I was like, no, I was like, they're lovely. <laughs> I was like, give them a chance. But I, I really think John and I were just talking about this, like before you came on, like, because I was saying I'm reading these things on Twitter about people like there's somebody who follows us and now they're probably going to see this. But there's somebody who follows us who's always like saying all these like rude things about like Johnson and Alicia. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I think they're awesome. I was like, yes, they're newbies. And like, but Alicia is like 
the leader of the newbies at this point once joel got the hell out of here right and i'm like yeah, i think yeah. she's awesome um even and that chicken thing I, listen <laughs> i don't i don't do birds either all right i would have been freaking out too all right that was awful <laughs> okay yeah i, I laughed I, a lot but i felt it i felt it when i first came in alicia was very much wrapped up with joel and i was like oh but that chick's fucking boring like all she does is hang off that guy and then the minute he left i said to her i remember saying to her on the bathroom floor i said this would be the best thing for you personally mm -hmm. and in the game and it was she really found her herself she became leader of the boys she was bossing those boys around left she was she was, she was in charge and i love that i mm -hmm. love that for her i love that about her she came to play she was a numbers girl um i can't do the numbers obviously um but yeah she she's amazing i, I think though maybe what australian longtime fans are struggling with that you guys because you guys are kind of coming in with a fresh face right we're kind of you're getting to know all of us at once but mm -hmm. i think because they feel like they know the ogs they almost want to see more of us and they're not really right. giving the newbies a chance whereas you're kind of coming in and you're happy to give anyone a chance and so you can see everybody for who they are i think that a lot of people are coming in being like why are there even why are there even newbies involved mm. like it should have been a whole house of ogs so yeah, it's been an uphill battle yeah. for them as well in that regard. Right. Well, especially now that you explain how like the other seasons worked and that you didn't have this mm -hmm. strategy, that you did get to know people a little bit differently. We are used to getting to know people this way. Yeah, like, this right. Is, this is all we ever got. Um, you probably would be bored then with my seat, my first season. You'd be like, wait, are they just sunbathing by the pool again? Like, is this, is anything <laughs> going to happen? Like, what's going on? I mean, now I wonder. I mean, I, I think I would be entertained because you're on it and that there are entertaining people there. Like, I would now love to see, like, Tim and Drew in their first season, right? And, like, kind of see how that went. They were but, really fun. They were really funny. There was something so sweet and innocent. They were always up late, causing mischief, having a good time. Um, yeah, they were they were really fun to watch and to, and to live with. That's awesome. Wow. No, yeah. I would totally yeah. Where can we find it, though? Like, YouTube, that, it's all on YouTube. But like full episodes, like I don't the do like season. little clips and stuff. I want to be able no, to know whole, I have the whole, whole season. Thing. The whole season's on YouTube. It's just there. Mm. <laughs> we'll I mean, have to I check it out. It. I haven't watched it because I'm like. Right, now, I can understand why you wouldn't. Just, but isn't it, isn't it different, John? I'll, I'll send it to you guys. It's just one clip that a fan made for me and it's to Katy Perry's Firework, which at the time was one of my favorite songs. And Anytime I'd get sad or I'd start questioning, you know, what have you done? Have you just fucked up your whole life? I shit you not, which is an Australian term. I kid you not. I oh, no, we say that. Watch, I shit you not. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I shit you not. Um, I would watch that on repeat because every time I'd start going down a dark rabbit hole, I'd be like, I'd watch it and I'd be like, nope, you had fun. You had a good time. You made some mistakes. But you had a good time. And so I, I've, there's this one clip of like my best bits that I've sent to you guys. But I've watched that clip a million trillion times over. I'm like, it, it's, it just reminds me of all, all the fun we had in there. And, and we had so much fun. Oh, that's wow. awesome. But isn't that different, John? The fact that all those are just on YouTube, like that would never happen in America. Like, yeah, yeah. Guys, we've got like, we have like a handful of programs over here. Like it's about being a big fish <laughs> or small ones. Like, <laughs> The reason I'm still anybody is because Big Brother at the time was like one of the only, you know, reality TV programs. We have a lot less going on down here. So um, there's probably, there's more time to be focusing. You guys have like literally a gazillion shows on every network. Every <laughs> right. And we still spend extra money to get VPNs to watch everybody else's Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> If you, yeah, if you were wondering how big of a dork we, we both are, <laughs> that's your answer. Is it expensive? Do I owe you? Should I, like, I don't know, PayPal you or something? No. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't reject it. Um, no, no that, that's so crazy to me. I even said, like, all right, so we have this VPN now. Like, how are we actually going to watch it? Do we have to, like, sign up for something? Because, like, you can't just get a VPN to watch something in America. You have to now pay again. You have to like pay the channel or pay whatever. I was like, <laughs> I can just sign up. I mean, I did have to. I hope nobody gets. I hope we don't get in trouble for this now. But I was like, oh, we have to like look up a postcode for like where is Sydney? 
2000 is Sydney's postcode. There you go for future reference. 2000. <laughs> Save. I've been in the States. Like, I've had to do that. Like, even remember a couple of years back, I'm sure it's changed now, but when I tried to get like Postmates, they wouldn't accept my Australian credit card. I had to like put in a fucking US wow. post uh, zip code. I was like, I don't know, one 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 three. I don't know, like whatever. Who <laughs> <laughs> you planning? I saw you playing. Yeah, I was like totally googling it. I was like, I don't know what to do here. I said, I want to make sure I can get in. Um, and I couldn't believe that it was just like free. I'm like, am I really like? We're allowed to just do this, just like, <laughs> like if you put anything like that on YouTube, like a full episode of Big Brother, like they would take it down within an hour and say like copyright oh. infringement, absolutely not. And I was even thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, all we do is repost things that the Big Brother socials repost. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, are we no, gonna get in trouble that. for this? Yeah, no, like nobody. Yeah, here CBS is just like, ah, <laughs> just <laughs> shut the whole thing down. Speaking We're of showing what, it. We're laid back. We're easygoing, you know. We don't care. I know, that's why we have to move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our Facebook got shut down um, during Big Brother Canada. <laughs> like they wouldn't, yeah, because they said that we I mean, infringed. Reggie keeps getting banned from Facebook for posting inappropriate memes. That woman is like having your drunk <laughs> auntie on Facebook. She posts the dirtiest <laughs> shit. I'm like Reggie. This isn't your private Facebook. You've allowed all these strangers into your, and you're posting these dirty, filthy, X-rated memes. Oh. Give me that from Facebook. That's so funny. I love Reggie so much. I am like, actually, I'm like obsessed with her too. She's having a shit time at the moment. There's a lot of stuff going on behind oh. the, the scenes, and oh. I um, she was telling us in the group chat, and I, you know, I know she, I know she's going through a lot, and so I said, can I? send you dinner i live in a different state to her she's up in queensland i'm down in victoria but i said can i send you guys dinner you and lucas and me are her two kids can i just send you guys some dinner just so you have one less thing to worry about mm -hmm. and she said well, we've already eaten i was like right okay what else does reggie love booze so i sent her two packs of seltzers they were actually the same seltzers we had in the house i thought that'd be a nice little mm -hmm. memory or triggering i don't know and um <laughs> I sent them, and this is the thing I've done often. It's like Uber Eats here, at least, now has a thing where you can send something as a gift, you know. And during lockdown, I was sending cupcakes to friends that were struggling. I was mm. sending booze to people that got engaged and I couldn't actually physically see them. And it's never been a problem. But of course, this guy gets to Reggie's door and he's messaging me and he's like, I need to see your ID. And I'm like, Well, I'm in Melbourne, but the, the woman who you're giving this to is like 40 something years old. She's like, <laughs> fine right he's like no because you ordered them i need to see your id i'm like well i'm in melbourne but this is my birthday i sent a photo of my id to reggie reggie's come out in front and she's pissing herself she's like this guy won't give me the drinks i'm like you're very much clearly over 18 years old <laughs> grown-ass woman with two grown-ass kids i'm sending her a photo of my id so she could show him that wasn't enough it was like 20 minutes back and forth and i'm like give oh the goodness. lady her seltzers <laughs> <laughs> like, she's going through a hard time she's stressed and all i've done trying to be nice has made her night even more stressful I was like, right now now she's fussing with this man at the door for 20 minutes <laughs> As usual, she laughed it off. She found the whole thing very funny and she said it was a great distraction for her night. But I was like, I try oh, to do good. something nice and it backfires. Yeah, it's like the story uh, of my life. It's the thought. It's the thought that counts. But you know what? I saw her. She went live last night with Trev, Dave and Estelle and she was drinking one of the seltzers. So I know she's enjoying them, which is the, oh. which is the main thing. Oh my gosh. It's so funny you say last night because I was watching that this morning. Like before yeah, I even no, started I work or anything, that. I was like, oh, people are going live. I said, oh, what's this? <laughs> and, and I, I was like, oh, this is nighttime. Trouble. I, think, I think they got told they couldn't go live because it was shut down. I'm not, I have to find the, the backstory there, but apparently they got shut down. I oh, did wow. think about that. I was like, you know, because we had to jump through a couple of hoops to get you not live. <laughs> I'm like, and then we all are, of a sudden. We're pushing, yeah, us OGs. I think we feel a bit like we can push the boundaries a bit. <laughs> Yeah, I feel a little entitled. Oh, what, what, like, you, you, know you should You've be. We've done you a favor, haven't we? Yes, so let yes. us do what we want to do. <laughs> it's, my, it's my social media. Yeah. Also, as a PS, remember when we thought that 45 minutes might, might be too long? No, I've got to say, I was looking at the time. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. I have a bunch of stuff to do. Is there any other, is there like a final question you want to ask? Have I, have we missed something important, imperative? Not at all. No, we're kind it's of, we're, we, we've, we've gotten through our questions and we're just kind of out there in uncharted territory. Yeah, now, now we're just talking to you because it's just, it's just a hoot and a half. I so. could honestly, like, as I said to you before, like I could literally talk about this show, this concept, you know, my love for it for days and days and days. So I'm, I'm always happy to chat, but it's been an absolute delight meeting you guys. And yeah, if you're yeah, ever yeah. in Melbourne or in Sydney, I, you know, I kind of, I've got family in Sydney, but I live in Melbourne now. I would love to show you guys around and take you out. It'd be so much fun. Oh, I would absolutely, oh, absolutely. love that. Yeah. yeah. And come Thank back you anytime so you want to hang. Yeah. Yeah, Thank for you. sure. Let's chat after um after my after the end of the show. We'll chat after then yeah. and we'll have another debrief. And then like maybe when yeah. I'm a bit more free to talk about what I want to talk about, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. We'll really yeah. we'll really get into it. There'll be more to chat about for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, everybody listen to Too Much Tully. Your podcast is awesome. Thank you so much. So I mean, good. you guys didn't yeah. the demographic, but I'll take it. I'll take the love. <laughs> listen, I told Kyle that everyone's I, I told Kyle I listened to um, Am I Worthy of Love, that episode of your podcast. Oh, my God. It was so good. So good. I loved it. So Yeah, that was hectic. That was a big one for me. Anyone, anytime I talk about like my real, like real things that, and I'm talking about them in real time. You can just hear it in my voice. Like I'm just, I'm going through it. You can hear it, can't you? I'm like, (laughs) thank you so much guys. It's been an absolute delight. I've loved meeting you and um, please keep in touch and and let's chat after, after the show wraps. But hopefully I'm crowned queen of uh, Big Brother. (laughs) We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. Thank you so much. We will be voting with our VPNs in order. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That was awesome. Um, Thank you, Ginatelli. Thank you, Channel 7. Um, You can find us on the socials at BBJuryDuty or at BBJuryDuty.com. And yeah, we're out of here. Thank you so much.